Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Sonia McQueen, with your mind, your body, your choice. So I'm out of town again, and by the grace of God, I'm able to do this podcast. I hope it's complete because my computer's telling me I only have 18% power. I went to buy another power cord. I left my power cord in Miami. A gentleman sold me a power cord, and it does not fit. And the store closes in 10 minutes. So with that said, I was really unsure, like I say, all the time. And I, you know, you guys are tired of hearing those words, but I really was. I wanted to see what I would be led to say. And um, for some reason, based on something else I heard today, I keep being pulled to speak about saying what you mean and meaning what you say, but doing it in love. Okay, so this is kind of twofold. One is saying what you say, um, saying what you mean, excuse me, in love. And the second part is just saying what you mean and not just saying what anybody else would say. I'm going to give you some examples. A friend of yours has a family member that passes away and you say, whatever you need, give me a call. Or if you need anything, call me. Then they call you and they need something. And either A, you don't have it to give. B, you don't feel like being bothered. Or C, you're thinking, okay, why are you calling me, right? But you said, if you need anything, call me, all right? So they just spent a lot of money on a funeral. And now they need help with their rent. And they're calling you and you don't have it. So you say, hey, I I don't have that, you know, and and you feel some kind of way that they're calling you. But once again, you said, if you need anything, call me. I'm here for you. Something that simple means a lot to somebody. You know what I say when somebody has a situation, they're going through something, I say, If there's anything I can do within my power, I will. Just let me know. So when that person calls me and says, hey, I need you to pay my rent for the next three months, sweetie, that's that's not in my power. I can help you a little bit. I can send you a a few hundred dollars or something, but to pay your, you know, $3,500 rent or mortgage for three months is not feasible for me, but people take your words to heart. And guess what? So should you. You should mean everything you say. So don't tell somebody, oh my God, you are just so freaking gorgeous. But in your head, you're thinking, oh my God, who did her makeup? She looks horrible. You didn't mean it. You're actually being uh, mean. There's no other way to say it. Even though you think you're being nice, you don't mean what you're saying. You don't mean what you're saying. If you have a friend who comes your way, and this is, you know, not going to sound great, but let's say they've put on their makeup and they look like a clown, like I probably would if I tried to put on makeup. Don't tell me how great I look. Say, Sonia, you look like a clown. Um, take that makeup off and either A, try it again, or I can help you, or 
do like you always do and just put on some mascara and call it a day. But don't lie to me. People want to be so um, affectionate with their words. They want to make an impact. There's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing. I made it a point a few years ago to give somebody a compliment every day. But I mean when I give a compliment. The other day I was in Sam's and it was 8 o'clock in the morning and this girl walks by looking like she just left a beauty pageant. She was dressed simply, but her hair was flawless. Her makeup was flawless. She had a very nice shape. She was beautiful. And she walked past me. And I thought, well, damn, I've got on a a baseball cap. I've got twist under this baseball cap because I just washed my hair and I didn't want to go out with an afro. And I've got on running clothes, even though I haven't been running yet. And this walks by me. But in my heart, I was like, wow, she's beautiful. But I didn't tell her. So it just so happened after I left Sam's, I went to Walmart and I seen her again. And I made it a point to tell her. Listen, it's too early in the morning for you to look this gorgeous. It doesn't make sense, but you look beautiful. And I can tell those words meant everything to her right then. And she let me know I needed that. Thank you so much. I try. I really do. I try. She was with her husband in Sam's. And I believe it was her husband because they both had on wedding rings. I don't want to assume. But he wasn't standing with her when we were in Walmart. But I can tell she needed those kind words. Every day, I try to give a kind word to somebody. You've got a beautiful dog. I mean it when I say it. Your your hair is flawless. Today, I interviewed a young lady. She had the beautifulest skin I've ever seen in my life. I always tell my oldest daughter how gorgeous her skin is. But this girl, oh my gosh, her skin was absolutely glowing. And I know it's improper to give a compliment like that during an interview. But when I was done, I had to tell her just how flawless and beautiful she was like glowing, like the sun was walking around with her. She let me know I was the second person to tell her that and how much she appreciated it. The second person today. I said, well, it just shows your skin is absolutely glowing flawless. I love complimenting women because sometimes women are not capable. They don't have the want to compliment other women. They'll look you up and down. They'll turn their nose up a little bit or think who she thinks she is. I've had that happen to me and I'm not all that. But I've had women judge me because, you know, I walk into a room and I have all my six inch stilettos and you know, my hair is pulled up in a high bun and I might have on my little mascara and I have on a suit or a really nice dress or something and they automatically judge me. They might be right, I don't know, but they automatically judge me without saying a word to me. And as I said before, I had a job at Department of Health my first day. What did I tell you? They judged me because I had on heels and a suit and I overheard a group of women talking about me. Didn't even know my name, hadn't been there two hours two hours. And the years I was there, all those same people had an issue with me for no reason at all, other than I came to work with heels on in a suit. And them speaking about me didn't change the way I dressed. I take pride 
in myself when I go out. I take pride when I go to work. So back to my original thought, say what you mean. Don't use generalized words to appease somebody in their situation. Don't say whatever you need because you don't know what they need. Whenever you need me, they might need you at two, three, four in the morning, 10 days in a row. You're going to start ignoring them, right? You're going to block them. You're going to tell somebody else how much that person is frustrating you. But you caused your own demon because you said whatever you need. You didn't mean it. So use words that are appropriate. If there's anything I can do within my power, if there's something you need and I can do it, I will. If you need me, this will be something I'd say. If you need me between the hours of 6 a.m., and 7 p.m., I'm your girl. After that, my phone's not even on. So call somebody else or hit me up the next day. Because if you call me at 1 o'clock in the morning, I'm not going to get it. Even my kids know. <laughs> if they were to need me at midnight, they need to call my husband. Because my phone is on do not disturb. I'm the type of person, if you wake me up, even say, oh my gosh, Sonia, I didn't realize what time it is. I'm so sorry. Go back to sleep and hang up. I'm up for the next five, six hours. So I just put my phone on do not disturb so I can get a decent night's sleep. Now, on the flip side, don't say what you mean and you're being ugly. Girl, you look like a freaking clown. Sonia, who did you? You look like a clown. You look like Boo Boo the Fool. You remember Homie the Clown? That's who you look like. That's mean. That's going too far. My makeup looks bad. Sonia, I know you tried. Good try, sis. Let me help you redo your makeup. That doesn't, that doesn't uh, amplify your beauty. Let's, let's try to do this together. That's nicer. You know, you don't tell a friend. They ask you, how do I look? You look fat. You look flat, fat and sloppy. <laughs> That's damaging. That hurts. You look good, but hey, let's try this. You would look better if you did this or that. Well, sis, you know, that's not flattering enough for you. You have such great curves. You have such great beauty. Your essence is glowing. But let's try this instead. Kindness, even when you're having to say something that's not kind, goes a long way. A long way. Now I need you to take a moment and think, at your darkest hour, how would you feel if somebody told you, you know what? I'm tired of you looking gloomy all the time. It's nerve-wracking. It's like you want some sympathy and, and people are tired of seeing you walk around looking like this. Do you think you're doing them a favor? You're being very unloving. Hey, sis. Hey, brother. I noticed something's been bothering you for a while now. Do you need, a, do you need to talk about it? Do you trust me enough or want to talk to me about it? If not... You know, is there somebody else you could talk about? Because I care. I care. I care about what you're going through. And if not me, I understand. But let it be somebody you talk to. Because you're, I can tell you're going through something. That's love. I used to say things 
And I was just being honest, but I didn't really, really realize how mean I was. Um, I was dating this guy and he used to say words that weren't words all the time. Now, mind you, I'm pretty smart and I say words incorrectly all the time, like parallel park. I know it's not parallel, but I don't know how to say parallel. So you get it, right? Or I used to say aluminum foil. It took me forever practicing aluminum to get aluminum, a simple word. But he would use words that were totally made up or just wrong. And I really liked this guy until I thought one day, well, he's dumb as a box of rocks. So what happened is I started getting mean, saying things like I'd rather watch paint dry than to hear your voice again. We were riding one time and um, there was a flock of geese. And I said, oh, wow, look at those geese. And he, huh, huh. You know, so I already knew what he was going to say. I knew it in the pit of my stomach. And I said, well, what? He said, geese, you mean all those gooses? And he meant it. And I looked at him. I said, you have to be the dumbest, most ignorant person I've ever met in my life. Look out the window and watch the buildings as I drive. Don't say anything else to me. Now, you might have laughed at the geese gooses, but think about how it feels when the person you're dating or your significant other or your parent or somebody talks to you the way I spoke to that man. When I could have just simply said, no, no, dear, there's no such word as gooses. Geese is the plural of goose. Something that simple. Maybe he doesn't even know that there's a plural to goose. But instead, I was always mean. It was just built in me to be mean to certain people. Once I was frustrated with you or things weren't going right. My biggest thing in my life was when somebody loved me too much, I had to get rid of them and my heart would change towards them. And I know that sounds crazy, but later on, I realized I didn't believe I deserved to be loved. And it didn't matter whether it was a female or a male. If you loved me too much and you made it clear, I was going to mess up that friendship, that relationship, whatever it was, I was going to mess it up. And I was going to mess it up being mean, being rude, being cruel, being sarcastic. You couldn't do anything around me. You know, I'm sure there were people who were scared to come around me, fear what would come out of my mouth if they said or did something. That used to be me. Nobody's ever spoken to me like that, ever. And if they did back in the day, I probably would have read them smoothly. The same way I talk now, I speak when I'm mad. I don't raise my voice. I will look at you in your eyes and I get as close to you as I need to so you can hear me clearly. How much nerve do I have? Somebody give me back what I was giving back then. So I meant what I said, but I didn't say it in love. I said it to hurt on purpose. 
More than anything, I said it because I knew I could and I knew I could get away with it. But did I really? You never know what harm you're doing to somebody with the cruel words that come out of your mouth. You know, I, I, I'm not a big social media person. Um, matter of fact, I had over 10,000 followers when my book came out and I would never post. I would never post. And people would say, hey, you need to post. That's how you keep your followers. And I went from 10,000 to nine to eight to seven to six. And I think right now I might have three or 4,000 followers. And I post every once in a while, but it's nothing about nothing. I'm just not good with social media. I'm not. But I look at social media every once in a while and I'm like, people are cruel. I used to take pictures. You know, I go out to the store and there's some female there. And I've said this a couple of podcasts ago. Let's say her butt cheeks are hanging out and she's got cellulite like I don't. And she looks a hot mess. And I take a picture and I post it. And, of course, every friend just about on my, on my page, all 200 of you, have a comment. I never think about how that person's going to feel if somebody's like, oh, I know her. And that post gets back to that person and they see all those comments. That's mean and it's hurtful. Years ago, I stopped taking pictures of people. Years ago, I stopped videotaping. It's mean and hurtful. What if somebody did that to me? You know, I'm not going to go out in public looking like that. But who am I to judge? Who am I to judge? And I live in the Miami area. You're going to get what you get in Miami. (laughs) You're going to get the butt cheeks out and the boobs out and and the people in their pajama pants and and their, their... Uh, swimsuits at the mall and you're going to get that you're going to get it but it's not me so who am I to judge them it's not me it's not me it's not my kids and my kids are grown so what if it was do I want to see a picture of my daughter with 24,000 comments because she went to the store in a swimsuit and somebody snapped the picture posted it on social media and was like look at this thought or one of these rude words they use to describe a woman I would be devastated but more than that I know it would what it would do to my child you say what you mean but you say it in love and don't say things you really don't mean because you're trying to show love Your words can cause a domino effect. Your words can hit somebody in ways you never imagined. Just picture somebody feeling good about themselves. And they think they look nice that day. I'm going to give you a great example. And I promise you this did not hurt my feelings. We still joke about this to this day. But maybe somebody wouldn't take what I'm going to say the same way I did. I go to work. I think my hair looks fly. You know, I'm, I'm all natural. Um, my hair used to be like down to under my bra, but now I've cut it shorter. It's past my shoulders though. But anyway, I had it natural. It was all wavy and I had uh, the curls were just popping in my mind. I thought it was cute. So I go to the office and this gentleman I absolutely love. Me and my family have adopted him. 
I love him to death. His name's Rudy. Rudy comes to work and he comes to my office and we're talking and he gets up and he says, sis, you're going to fix your hair, right? You're not going to walk around looking like that. And my eyes got so big and I'm thinking, oh my God. I said, Rudy, what are you talking about? I fixed my hair. And he just burst out laughing and ran out of my office because he was embarrassed. He meant what he said. He was, he came back later. He said, I am so sorry. You are just always so fly you know, from head to toe, and it just looked like you hadn't combed your hair yet. But because he said that to me, I keep hair products in my office. I got some hair products. I shut my office door, and I pulled my hair up in a bun. It made me feel self-conscious, but it was still funny at the same time because I knew he wasn't trying to hurt me. There is nothing that guy would do to hurt me or anybody in my family. But let's fast forward and say one of those girls who I met via talking about me when I got the job, said to me, are you going to fix your hair today? Not only am I going to be upset, they're going to get it. They're going to hear it, and it's going to bother me the rest of the day. It's going to bother me. It's going to eat me up. It's going to steal my joy for the rest of the day. Now imagine one of your friends, family, co-worker, and you say something you think is funny and it's not, and it's a, a jab to them, or you're telling them how horrible something is they've done or their look or something, imagine their heart for the rest of that day, maybe the next day. Imagine what your words could have done to them. Say things in love. Once again, say what you mean, but say it in love. And say it in a way that you're not causing mental or emotional harm. I'll give you one more example. So I used to be kind of mean. And um, not to everybody. I just went through a lot and I didn't know how to face what I went through. And I didn't even realize my actions and my words were mean. I really didn't. But I did notice I would get rid of people in my life by saying things that sometimes I didn't even mean just to get rid of them. But I didn't think of the possibility that I could be hurting those people. Because sometimes people really do love you (laughs) and they just want to be there for you. But I didn't see that. I just seen that I needed them to leave me alone. But one day I'm thinking, you know, that's my past and I'm such a better person now and and I'm sweet and lovable and huggable and, and you see me and I'm smiling and I walk with a strut and so on and so forth. But one day my husband told me I was mean. And I said, what, are you serious? And he said, you mean, you mean as a bed bug or something like that, you know. I'll never forget those words because I know how much he loves me. And I know he would never say anything to hurt me purposely. But it made me think, have I not changed? Am I not a better person? 
am I really mean? Does anybody else think I'm mean? Am I being mean to people? A million things went through my head because the last thing I wanted was for my husband to think I was a mean person. And if he thinks it, and this is somebody I don't talk crazy to ever, and I give a lot of love and affection and attention and and you know we we king and queen each other. So if he thinks I'm mean, oh my gosh, do I need to go back to the drawing board? It ate me up. And I'm not gonna lie, for months, for months, I thought about that at least four or five times a week. Never said anything else to him about it. But just those words made me afraid that I had not made the necessary adjustments in my life to be a kind, loving person, to be more Christ-like. Now, let's remove my husband and let's remove me and let's insert you and something you've said to somebody. And you meant it, but you know it came out all kinds of wrong. Do you know how it affected them? Do you know how your words might have changed the way they move and operate? This is going to be horrible, but you know sometimes our words cause people to hurt themselves or even worse. It causes depression, anxiety, anger, strife. It could even cause somebody to all of a sudden become promiscuous, believe it or not. Start cheating, not be loyal. Become less affectionate. Become less loving. Become a menace to society. Our words have so much power. So choose them carefully. Choose them in love. And if you can't think of anything to say in love, zip your lips. I don't care who it is. Because you don't like somebody, they don't have to know you don't like them. Smile and keep it moving. Just don't bring them into your circle. Don't invite them to stuff. Don't go break bread with them. Don't ask them how their family's doing because you don't care. Just keep it moving. We're adults. I'm sure no kids listen to this podcast. Do adult things. There are people I don't care for that nobody knows I don't care for. <laughs> if they speak, I speak back. If I see them, I'm polite. But guess what I don't do? I'm not phony. I'm not going to sit there and have a whole conversation and then leave and think, wow, that was a wasted 20 minutes. I'm not that person. But if they speak to me and they ask a question that I want to answer, I'm going to answer. If I don't want to answer, I promise you I will say, you know what, I don't want to answer that question. Or, yeah, you know, eh, I'm going to keep it moving. But I'm not going to be nasty and I'm not going to be rude and I'm not going to talk about them later. Your words are the most powerful thing you have. I go to the gym, I run, I do my push-ups, my sit-ups. I love to dance. I'm a free spirit. I just love to love. But I know I can say some words to somebody and 
crush them like I'm the incredible Hulkress. That's how powerful my words can be. And guess what? Yours too. Say what you mean, mean what you say, but do it in love. All right, you guys, I can't believe my computer hasn't died. Look at God. Look at God. Um, I appreciate everybody who listens to this podcast, man. I am going to start advertising it and putting it out there. But I promise you, I appreciate everybody who shares my podcast. I have a friend. You guys are tired of hearing me talk about her. I don't care. Paula shares my podcast like it's her podcast. (laughs) And the gratitude and the love and the appreciation goes far because I don't even share it with anybody. I just put it on Facebook and I walk away. So thank you to everybody who shares this. Thank you to everybody who listens. The appreciation, I can't even find the right words, but I mean thank you. There's no better word and there's no bigger word because I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for taking the time to listen to little old me. And I will start advertising soon. I just got to learn how to do it. And I got to start doing more social media. So I appreciate you all, all the way in Belgium, all the way in China, all the way in Russia, all the way in um, uh, Switzerland. Of course, in the United States, there were other countries. Excuse me if I didn't mention you, but I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate you taking the time to listen to me. God bless you all. Have a beautiful day beautiful day.